wanted to talk about praying without ceasing for a minute and this is something in my spiritual journey you know that it's taken a long time to kind of grasp this mentality and I'm I'm by no means saying that it's a simple concept rather the opposite it can be a very difficult uh, concept for people to, to wrap their head around and you know but it's something that I've had to you know to deal with and something that uh, you know God is still working in me and, and with my family in terms of being even more dedicated uh, to prayer and uh, to you know fasting and uh, intercessory prayer and worship and praise and you know all these things and, and even you know reading more scripture and all those things uh, play a vital role uh, in our spiritual journey and you know if, if you're anything like me you've probably yeah, had you know ups and downs in all of these areas uh, in your spiritual walk and what we have to realize too is something that I've kind of had to realize is oftentimes when when you have uh, blocks of uh, you know prayer and things like that the things that, you know I, and I've actually had some of that where you know we have to realize sometimes that you know the the enemy is is attacking you because of your spiritual uh, powers, if you will, the, the power through prayer and how powerful it is against the, the, the you know, the, uh, against the enemy. And so uh, I was uh, recently listening to a, a testimony uh, of a guy that was, he was really uh, deep into uh, you know, witchcraft and the, and the occult and stuff. And uh, he was ultimately saved from it. Um, but you know, before he was saved, there was a group of, uh, he was from Africa, from, uh, uh, from I think it was Ghana, and uh, there, was, uh, there was a group of 20 uh, you know, Christians, it was mostly uh, women, uh, older women, and the pastor was a, was a guy uh, in, a, in a small area in Africa that no one, most people, no one even knew who they were. But these uh, large group of occultists, you know, they knew who they were, and spiritually speaking, uh, you know, they, uh, the the enemy had uh, was saying, you know, was telling people to get out of that area because there was a, a strong force that was um, that was there, and that we had they had to kind of regroup, and and so, but long story short, you know, uh, before the guy was converted, so he ended up going in. And try, he had to find a way to break up this uh, the covenant that they had. They they were doing a they were, do, they were every single day they were praying uh, for hours and hours in prayer and worship uh, in this uh, small community. Like I said, 21 people, and they were doing it. Uh, they were doing it for uh, 90 days. Was kind of the covenant they had made with God. And so the whole point was with these, uh, you know. You know, evil occultists and stuff. That, you know, they had to break that covenant uh, and try to get it broken before the 90 days was completed. Because they were saying that the power, if if they continued and did this, that that whole area, that whole region, would be off limits to the darkness for up to like 70 years, uh, just because of how strong their their prayer, how strong their covenant was. And you know, it's just when you hear stuff like this, it's you know, uh, truly really eye opening because it's, uh, you know, it's something that, um, you know, the average, you know, person probably hasn't dealt with at all, you know, um, hasn't seen it firsthand, right? 
and so it's uh you know it's something that you know you don't see every day especially with the, the vision of the world um but there are spiritual things going behind the scenes it's, you know there's a there's a spiritual warfare going on and ultimately um, this guy did end up um, you know he sadly like the, like literally the day before the 90 days was up you know they had they had broken the covenant they had just you know distracted the pastor with money and and you know buy, buying him a, buying him a house and um, and stuff and then they had caused division amongst the believers they had caused you know they they, they knew everyone's separate you know people's different issues and so they were able to target a few people in the group and get them to turn against each other and so that part was you know a sad um, you know a sad sign you know a sad thing um, that they let you know, let this happen um, but you know it also shows the you know frailty of, of humanity the frailty of the individual person if we're not putting it all back on Messiah and putting it back in him and keeping our eyes on him then you know we can fall prey to the same thing we can fall prey to the enemy and like I said if you're you know going through times where your, your prayer life and, uh, is, is not good like I have then you know oftentimes you're you know, there may be a spiritual attack against you as well that's something I've had to realize that there could be a, it's a spiritual block a spiritual attack and so you really have to and I know it's it's hard to say well you need to pray well but when you're having when you have those uh, things going on um but yeah you do you have to you know pray you worship uh, you know listen to you know, hymns you know, gospel music uh, you know read the you know get in the word as best you can uh, even if it's a little bit even if it's even if you're just reading you know one verse or something get in the word and that's gonna that's gonna help lift you up and restore your faith okay so, um, but I say this too now because I, I was just, I was doing some prayer and worship and I felt called to, you know, pray for believers all around the world. And the, you know, a big aspect of it was, you know, praying for a fresh indwelling of the Holy Spirit uh, to, uh, to fall on the believers all over the world and that there will be a joining Okay, a joining of hands uh, amongst believers all around the world in prayer, in spiritual, uh, in spiritual battle. Okay, uh, that the very earth uh, it will be shaken uh, from the, the the power that rose. Okay, and so uh, I ask you too to as you're in your prayers and worship to let's pray for each other. Let's pray for all like-minded believers around the world. Let's strengthen each other. Because uh, in this uh, in this testimony, you know, here's 21 people, and that they were doing all, you know, they were praying and they're praying for their communities and and even around the world, and um, you know, in this other this guy that was doing the testimony, he he eventually he he became a believer as well. But he was saying that these 21 people they didn't realize they didn't even realize the impact of all those prayers, but he said later on uh, like he found out that it was it was like around i think it was six or seven thousand uh people their faith you know around the world uh, from those prayers it was ended up being like seven thousand people that were affected you know believers and stuff that were you know so many of them were backslidden and 
and stuff. And then many of them came back, you know, um, some of them even became, uh, became uh, pastors and stuff. You know, and again, this was, this was a little town in Africa, in the middle of nowhere, basically, in a small group of believers, okay, <clears throat> uh, that got together and prayed and made a covenant with God. You know, even though it broke in the end, um, and it was it was it was broken by the enemy, uh, you know, literally the day before, you know. But even leading up to that, the the power of it had had the enemy shaking and, and running. Literally, they they had to flee the territory. So I think it's something that you know. Again, we don't uh, we don't see or witness that, especially in, in probably here in America and stuff. And um, and part of that is in places like Africa, in many areas there, there's a lot of occultic and witchcraft stuff. It's also here in America, but here it's more, uh, I guess it's kind of more new age uh, and kind of hidden in more Hollywood and music. And, um, you know, it's kind of, um, you know, it's glorified for sure. Uh, but, you know, you don't see as many people, you know, um, you know, sacrificing animals and you don't see you know see a lot of crazy things uh, maybe that you would see in these other cultures and uh, but that doesn't mean it's not happening it just it's just not you know a lot of that stuff's not as much at the forefront although that's slightly that's that's changing um to where it's um with the ecumenical movement we're seeing more and more openly where i think we'll, we'll continue to see the things like witchcraft and all that We've already seen a big rise in the whole Satanism, uh, Satanist church, and all that kind of stuff. That's you know, uh, you know, been propagated uh, in, here in the U.S. as well. So, and I think that's that will only continue. So it will come more and more to the forefront. Uh, but you know, these other these other cultures, you know, definitely have a lot of that ingrained, where it just be, literally becomes a part of your culture. Uh, like I said, we've got a little bit of that, and, and with and with a lot of the pagan holidays would be an example of that. All the Easter's or Ishtar and all that kind of stuff, uh, even Christmas, uh, which is you know Christ Mass. Uh, you know, there's uh, you know the Santa Clauses and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of pagan pagan stuff practices that still in our culture too. When we stop and take a look at it, but again, the the point is is to not sacrifice. Uh, the you know your your prayer life and your your uh, you know prayer fasting praise worship uh, reading of scripture all that stuff you know needs to you know um, you know it needs to increase not decrease right and so uh, but again um, keep everyone all the believers in mind and let's all uh, include each other in our prayers and of course pray for your families and stuff because. If you don't do it, then who will? And uh, I'll give a personal little testimony here uh, about you know personal family event, just to give you a little idea of the spiritual battle that we face, and maybe this will be a blessing to someone out there. But you know we've been you know I've got you know, three daughters, but my oldest is a teenager, and uh, we've been having you know some issues with her with just you know attitude and rudeness. And so we've been, me and my wife had been saying, you know, we need to, we need to tie a stop and we need to pray for our kids. And we've had some dreams and stuff too that's kind of, um, or some of our kids were under attack or in trouble or, or lost and things like that. And so me and my wife had had, you know, multiple dreams and stuff. Uh, so we kept praying and, and we usually, right when we wake up, you know, we always pray individually and then 
uh, we would come together at night uh, after work or whatever. We'd come together and uh, talk about what we what we dreamed about, and then we'd pray about it and and rebuke anything that was um, you know wicked or something, um, you know, uh, or like it seemed like an attack and stuff. So, well, then there was uh, you know we've been talking about our oldest and some of the issues um, you know that we've had with her and and stuff, and then. You know, I ended up having a dream. Um, this was, I guess, it was about a week, week and a half ago. And uh, you know, so I had a dream that she was in her bedroom, and then um, I'm in, I'm in her doorway, and then I'm about to leave her room, and I go to close the door, and the door won't, the door won't close. It's like an invisible power holding the door open. And so I actually go inside further, you know, on the side of the door. To, to try to push the door closed and it still would not budge. Um, and then I turn around and look at my daughter on her bed and it was my, no longer my daughter there. There was just a shadowy figure with like red eyes looking back at me. And instantly I knew in this dream, I instantly knew that this was a spirit of rebellion. Okay. And just, it was just, it, it just, it wasn't a voice or anything, but I just knew spirit of rebellion. And that's what was also holding the door open in my, in this, in this dream. And so I immediately start in the dream, I'm start, you know, casting out this spirit of rebellion, rebuking it uh, out of my house and out of, out of my daughter and out of, out of our life um, and stuff. And I wake up and then I tell my wife um, later that night, you know, of course I pray about it when I get up and I tell my wife about it that night and we pray about it again. And I've prayed about it several times since um, to rebuke the spirit of rebellion uh, in my daughter. Okay. So I, again, I tell you this, uh, not to cause fear or, or anything of the enemy, um, but I tell you this as a witness, a personal witness, that this stuff can be, you know, uh, if you're not careful, if you're not praying for your family and your children and your loved ones, okay, the enemy will attack them. Uh, and, and sometimes the enemy will attack them to get to you. So, and that was one thing that this little group of 21 people one of the mistakes they made was they got to the pastor's daughter uh, because even in this covenant that they made with all the, you know, praying every day, he didn't include his daughter, wasn't included in the covenant uh, with the prayer and worship. She wasn't even attending, apparently. And so they were able to attack uh, this pastor's daughter, okay, and, and gave her, uh, you know, what is it called, emphysema or whatever it is, uh, but, gave, you know, gave her uh, medical problems, okay. And um, he didn't have a whole lot of money, so but she's going to him trying to you know, he's trying to get her to the doctor, and he's they're basically wearing down the pastor by attacking his daughter, and so that was another attack that was that was done. Okay, uh, so uh, it's, you know we need to uh, make sure we're praying for protection over our kids, over our loved ones, over our household, and you know yeah we like to pray uh, pray for the blood of Christ over over us, over our children, and dedicate our children. You know, to to Christ as well, and stuff. So, and we're still doing some prayer that we're doing on that as well. And and speaking of covenant, that's one thing I wanted to mention too was that you know I realized in listening to some of this testimony was that um, you know how important covenant is to God. You know, when we make an actual covenant, and you see that in Scripture, even in the Old Testament, where you know you made a vow. It was it was it was uh, utmost important that you stick to your vow. 
you know, uh, especially to God. I mean, let alone if you made a vow or an oath to someone on earth, it was still, um, you're still supposed to keep it, you know. And sometimes they've even made blood oaths and stuff in the past. So, uh, but it was, it was very important that you keep your, that you keep your oath. Um, and if you don't keep your oath, it's, it's kind of a bad omen or a curse even on, you know, like that's kind of upon your head and stuff. So, um, we see that and we have to realize too, that just like this group of 21 had made a spiritual covenant, okay, with God basically in a small group, even though they ended up breaking it in the end, um, you know, it's made me realize too, that, you know, there's uh, covenants in our personal life and marriage is one of those. Okay, so uh, marriage is a covenant, and I was, you know, uh, when I was listening to this, I told my wife this evening even that, you know, I think we need to renew our spiritual covenant uh, with our marriage and with God first is kind of what we're going to work on next in our prayer life, and then, you know, and then we will loop in more prayer and stuff for our children and, and the overall family and our household for divine protection, okay? And there's been, you know, I listened to other testimonies from people that's also came out of, you know, uh, witchcraft and, and uh, you know, the occult and stuff too in the past. And uh, there was one guy, uh, he's pretty, he's fairly popular. I can't think of his name right now, but there's one that's uh, fairly popular. But he, uh, you know, he was praying, he was supposed to be attacking this one preacher. Uh, he was attacking him and he was doing all this like astral projection and all this kind of stuff. And um, and, uh, you know, but this, uh, so he was attacking this preacher, he would, but he would come like to his, uh, when he would try to do that and come to his home, uh, at one point he saw this like giant angel, like guarding, like at the gate It just scared, scared him, <laughs> scared him to death. Uh, there's this massive like angel figure that's guarding the gate. So he couldn't even get, he couldn't even get there, you know? And then, um, and then finally he was able to, when he actually project into the preacher's home, okay, um, and you know, he would go there. Well, he couldn't do anything because you know the preacher's on his knees praying um, and stuff. So he said, "Okay, I'm going to come back." Uh, so he's going to try to come back when he's not praying. He comes back multiple times, and every time the preacher's praying, every time he's like, "What is this guy ever sleep? What's going on?" So he he uh, he, he finally decides to. Um, He's like, you know what, I'm going to, you know, he, he actually wanted to approach the guy in, in real life this time, not, not in the spiritual realm. So he actually goes to him in the physical at one point and, um, and just kind of talk, you know, starts a conversation and just trying to find out, you know, hey, do you sleep good? Do you, you know, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and stuff. He's like, oh yeah, I sleep every night from, you know, I can't remember if he said it was like, you know, he sleeps, you know, uh, every night from, I don't know, 8 p.m. to you know, uh, you know, 6 a.m. or something like that. He, uh, he's like, you, you sleep? Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I sleep great. I, uh, you know, uh, and, uh, so he realized that this, you know, this preacher, uh, even in his dream, he's praying. Okay. And, uh, I mean, how powerful is that? And, um, and so because of that, he could not, he could not, he had no, he had no power to attack him and the enemy could not attack this, this guy because uh, of the because his spiritual prayer life was so strong you know but as we've seen with other things they will sometimes use other people around you to attack you to attack you or they will like I said family friends uh, trying to bring down your faith uh, any little transgressions 
they can try to uh, use that against you as well um, and stuff so or any any spiritual uh, network that you have around you that can try to you know uh, chip away at that uh, in different ways so um, you know so the point is is to you know expand your network okay let's expand our network of believers uh, and, and born again believers around the world and around us and, and, and obviously loop in our loved ones more and more. Let's, you know, uh, so there's a, a smaller, smaller, um, you know, dent in the armor, so to speak, for every, you know, for every believer, okay, to avoid these traps of the enemy and stuff. So um, that was really kind of what, you know, the, the premise of a lot of this was, is, and it's just made me realize the, you know, divine covenant and um, to, um yeah, to, we really need to get and understand and pray for uh, spiritual discernment and what's going on in the in the spiritual realm, and um, to you know have ever increasing faith, and you know to uh, to really get into full you know, all out prayer and worship and everything, so that um, you know we're you know not an easy target, uh, because they would also say that like that um, the first testament I was talking about. Um, I mean, he was such a high-ranking member of his deal. I mean, he had demonic powers where, you know, he can even he can even just you know, look in someone's eyes and make them blind or something, you know, like some crazy stuff, or make them mad. He can just he can just stare in their eyes and they would go they would go crazy basically, you know. So things like that. Those are some simple ones that they might do to try to attack someone that's very weak in the faith, uh, or they're not even a Christian, for especially, um, but then, yeah, they can, you know, he could do those kind of things. Whereas if you're prayed up, um, then, you know, you're, you're going to be much harder to attack and hopefully you'll have more discernment uh, in those situations. You should have more discernment, okay? And the Holy Spirit's going to guide you and help you, um, you know, discern, um, especially when those people come and visit. And I mentioned, too, that they use money as part of the tax to, uh, to get, you know, to break up this, this covenant was part of it he used money um you know, so you know, he got another girl to infiltrate this church group because it was supposed to be just the 21 people and uh that they all agreed on and so they first um, got another girl to pretend to be a believer and uh, to join the prayer group so that was one of the initial things and then she gave a big tithing of cash you know uh, in their african cash anyway and um and stuff so and then that caused some strife, and of course, they knew the pastor. You know, he had had some previous problems with money, anyway. So they're they're literally putting a massive temptation right there on the on the at the pasture. Uh, you know, and then he's already dealing with all the stuff with his daughter, right? All the medical bills that they had also they're also causing. Uh, you know, and so it just shows you the the you know what the enemy will go to to destroy. Um, you know, destroy a congregation, destroy a church, you know, um, and stuff. So, it, uh, you know, it's part of that's sad to say that and it's sad to hear that. Um, but at the same time, it's something we need to hear, something we need to understand what's going on behind the scenes uh, in the, I almost say real world, because, you know, the spiritual realm is really the real world at the end of the day, because that's the eternal side of, of life is that's the eternal. Uh, what we're in now is just a, a temporary, um, limited time frame, if you will. Okay, so so um, 
I hope that helps and to understand, uh, you know, some of this stuff. And and also, I would say too, uh, pray for spiritual gifts. Okay, that's something. I mean, my wife have been doing more too. We've been, you know, praying more about spiritual gifts. And before, you know, she was the one that got dreams and stuff more. You know, most of her life, she's had you know dreams uh, and stuff that's even come true. And some things are more metaphorical, but. Um, the, um, you know, last, I don't know, four or five years, you know, I started having dreams too, you know, um, and stuff. So, uh, the, um, and one thing we've had to work on is, you know, she's had, she's had to learn to fight in her dreams spiritually. You know, that's something cause she kept having some things that kind of repeated. It was very similar things that repeat over and over again. We kept trying to figure out, okay, you know, um, and then in looking at, it, I was like, well, everything was very carnal. I was like every the things were lost or something stolen or you know a child's lost or in danger I was like but at the same time I was like you, you notice you're not praying in your dream you're not you're not casting it out you're not praying you're not attacking it spiritually okay um, in the dream and then she recently had one um, where she actually did pray uh, where she was trapped in a room on, you know, was, and then they people were looking for her and then she, they catch it on fire and then she prayed like she was in hiding and then she prayed and uh, she actually you know they, they finally went away and she was able to, to flee and escape the fire I said see once you prayed in your dream you overcame it you know whereas before you kept waking up and you were not you were not an overcomer basically um, you know you were still thinking carnally in the flesh uh, about oh I lost this or that or, or this kid or this kid's in danger all these things are going on but you didn't pray um, and so that was like the consistent theme so but the point is is to to pray for um, you know spiritual gifts and to uh, you know to pray for discernment in these last days and again let's pray for each other all around the world for all these things um, and, and to understand a true, like, biblical, like, spiritual warfare, you know. Um, and we don't have to go, we don't go around slapping people's foreheads. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, or anything. Uh, but, you know, again, there's a spiritual enemy um, and there's a spiritual king of kings that that we have that's, that's way more powerful that can overcome all of that. So I hope this helps. Uh, be blessed, the Messiah, and we'll talk to you soon.